Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harrods here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It was a bit of a slow end of the week finishing mix today for our markets as Congress is now leaving Washington to go on recess until September and with no deal in sight for the next round of coronavirus stimulus uh, relief here. You know, we could get some good news on more executive orders from Trump, but he came out today to say if the Democrats would agree to new stimulus, that they would give another round of direct payments to American families. So Trump really putting the pressure on the Dems here by saying that they're holding direct stimulus payments up to $3,400 for families. The Dems are stopping that from reaching American families, really you know, putting the pressure. That seems like a losing strategy there for the Dems, at least in the, the minds of the American people. And now Trump's executive orders that we've talked about here some this week are now looking more and more attractive to the American people and more and more people saying, hey, go for it. Let's see it happen. Uh, you know, the payroll tax cut, um, other items that they're talking about with the executive orders. Um, so overall, we did get some positive economic news back today as well. Retail sales minus autos came back with a pretty strong number here. Dillard's was up over 10% on the news today. And the retail ETF, XRT, finishing, let's see where, where exactly where it finished today, right at a new closing high on the day today. Didn't quite get to that all-time intraday high, but did get a new closing high there as well today. We also got the Consumer Sentiment Survey back, up slightly from July's reading, but continuing to show optimism from the consumer here. And this was really interesting, I thought. There's a huge difference right now in the sentiment of uh, expectations based on political affiliation. Republicans at a 97.4, Democrats at just a 45, while independents right in the middle there at about a 67. And personally, doesn't matter which side you're on. I'm going to take the optimistic side of this here. As we've seen since the March lows from coronavirus insanity, it doesn't pay to bet against America. You don't You don't want to do that. Anybody who's tried in the last few months has been proven long-term wrong here, so far at least. All right, so take, let's take a look at our markets on the day. We did finish mix on the day for our major indexes, but we got a little bit of a rally around midday today and a little bit of a rally into the close to really save it from what looked to be a weak smart money hour. And that is certainly something we're watching for very closely here. A weak smart money hour is not a good sign. And we wrote about this in our blog today. It is one of the reasons why we see signs of volatility ahead. You can check that out at kipharish.com. But earlier this week, we saw some weak smart money hours as well. So something we're watching for here. And to briefly recap on some of the reasons that we're seeing for increased volatility, starts with the VIX, which was up just less than 1% on the day-to-day. But it has hit an extreme level of oversold here that is pointing to signs of a possible reversal higher. Now, that doesn't mean it has to be a sharp drop or a sharp rise in the VIX and a sharp drop in our equity markets, but we do see some short-term risk emerging, one of those being interest rates, which were down slightly on the day-to-day, but have had a big week here. The 10-year bottomed last week at a 0.51% yield, and since then, we've seen a 40% spike to 0.71%. That big of a spike in 10 days is attention getting for bonds there. And 
Another reason here that I'll touch on more in a minute has been the market internals. They were mixed today, mixed to negative on the week this week, even on days when the market was higher. We got some mixed to negative numbers on those days as well. Just a you know, something to watch for there. It's a cautionary sign of what could be to come. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, stimulus talks now look to be dead in the water until Congress returns in September. But the question remains here. With $11 trillion in global quantitative easing and stimulus, is it even possible to hit this market severely here? Uh, you know, and not saying that it's going to be a severe hit, maybe just a pause, but the V-shaped recovery does look to be very real. And Maybe these items that I just mentioned are adding to a nice wall of worry here, which, as we know, strong bull markets love to climb a wall of worry. All right, so let's take a look at our markets on the day today. We were led by the Dow, uh, able to rally just in the last couple of minutes to get positive on the day, finishing up just slightly 0.12% to 27,931. We were followed there by the S&P 500 which is really pretty flat on the day. Again, similar story here. Got saved from a weak uh, smart money hour close in just you know the last 30 minutes or so of trading to get back to that flat number on the day, finishing down just 0.02% to 3,372. So still just about 30 po- or 20 points away from a new all-time high for the S&P 500. Followed there by the Russell 2000, down just over one-tenth of 1% today to 1,577. And lastly, the NASDAQ, which did start the day off positive, actually, but was not able to stay there after this morning, finishing down just over two-tenths of 1% to 11,019 for the NASDAQ. Looking at our internals on the day, as I mentioned earlier, we did get some mixed numbers here, declines, beating out advances today with about 600 more stocks declining to advancing. New 52-week highs to low uh, do continue to be our bright spot here, have been for some time now, and was our only major internal to come back positive across the board today, both on the NYSE and the NASDAQ, coming back with just 20 stocks hitting new 52-week lows to about 94 stocks hitting new 52-week highs. So not bad numbers there. Lastly, volume, not a bad day for the New York Stock Exchange coming back positive, but the NASDAQ did come back negative on volume today, but really pretty flat, so not a terrible day there. Looking at our sectors on the day, we did see some stronger numbers here um, around midday today, but we finished with five out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. Energy led the way higher. Uh, We were followed there by industrials, financials, materials, and real estate. Our laggers on the day were utilities, healthcare, consumer discretionary, and tech. Tech actually was a little bit higher on the day as well, along with semis which bounced back and forth between positive and negative today, ultimately finishing down. Finally for today, our VRA Commodity Watch. Gold now lower on the day by 0.92% to 1,952. Also in our blog, uh, we shared a great video today talking about the manipulation of gold and silver. I encourage you to go check that out. Again, you can see it at kipharage.com. Silver down bigger on the day, 4.44% to $26.48 an ounce. Copper having a nice day, though, up 1.82% to $2.85 an ounce. And oil pretty flat on the day, down just less than two-tenths of 1% to $42.16 a barrel. And lastly for today, something I want to touch on here quickly 
is a quick cryptocurrency recap of the day. Bitcoin having a nice day up 2.58%. And right now, back to its highest levels uh, since about July of last year at 11,819 for Bitcoin. And I want to point out one more cryptocurrency that we track here. We don't report on it very often, but that is Ethereum. And we're starting to hear more talk about the Ethereum platform. Rumors coming out that big banks like JP Morgan may be using the Ethereum platform for what they're calling their, their uh, I forget the name of it, but it's going to be a stable coin. And they're going to be building it through a company called Consensus that operates on Ethereum's blockchain. Since these rumors have started to come out, Ethereum is now up 20% in just the last week, but up over 230% so far in 2020, going from roughly $130 for a coin of Ethereum. Uh, That's where we started the year, up to $441 now, up 3.67% today for Ethereum. Uh, Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close. Have a great week and we'll see you back here on Monday for the close.